fucking heavy question, man. Well, <laughs> uh, so because <laughs> look, because welcome thing, back to the Straight Love Podcast with everybody's favorite nihilist, James Jaworski. <laughs> I don't take it easy there. Hey, man, I'm just kidding. I just learned what that word means, so I've been oh, using it a lot recently. Just, yeah, <laughs> just wearing out your welcome with that word. No, that's a uh, that's a heavy question. Okay, what what? Say it again. What do you What do you do to find meaning in life? What are you What are you doing to create to find meaning in your life? Lots of people have a job, right? Jobs can create meaning, and lots of times jobs don't. And people find meaning in family, and not everyone also has a family, right? So that that isn't available to them, hmm. or uh, whether that's you know maybe a person has lost their parents or they don't have any siblings or or whatever it might be there's yeah, lots yeah. and lots and lots of instances like that not everybody can have children but lots of people find meaning in having children oh yes it's, it's some people's entire identity is to be a you know right. father mother yeah for sure but certainly you know there are many people that are unable to have children or or choose not to whatever their intention is in life yep and so the question I was asking myself, and I was like, I'm going to ask Derek the question, is what are, you, what are you doing or what do you do to create meaning in your life? Jeez, man, that's a heavy I, – I, I'm not even sure if I understand, if I know how to answer that. I mean, for me, life is all about just experiences, right? I mean, being in the moment, being able to kind of cultivate feeling, being able to cultivate memories, being able to uh, experience beautiful moments with people that you love. I mean, I think that that – what, what more meaning could you possibly need from a life than, than just that? I mean, we, we know that we're sentient beings. We know that we're, we're conscious enough that we're here right now. What are you doing with your time in order to be able to make your time on this earth a, uh, as meaningful as you possibly can make it? And I think that that's, I mean, it kind of, I mean, it's, it's a cliche answer, but it comes, it comes obviously down to love, which we talk about all the time, but if you're creating worthy moments that are filled with love, kindness, I mean, energy, positivity, excitement, you know, I think that that's, that should be what your life is all about. That should be kind of how you're, you're, you're spending at least some of your time is, is limiting it to the, to, to as, 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 you know, making it as full as you possibly can, I suppose. Right. So do you think you can do that with everything? Because it, not everybody has the same, availability of circumstance you know like not everybody for example can own a bicycle of course and i enjoy riding my bicycle now i don't know if i'm going to assign meaning towards my life but it's an enjoyable experience but not everybody has that right and so we all have varying degrees of what we can and cannot do or have the capability or ability to do and even further than that should i be Every time I ride my bicycle, should I be putting more of an intentional thought towards it and say, this is creating a type of meaning in my life as opposed to just, I like riding my bike? I mean, hey man, like anytime that you can bring yourself into the present moment and become aware of how you're feeling within that present moment, like I, I, I can't imagine that that is anything that would ever necessarily get old, especially if it's, if you're doing something that you really enjoy doing like this past weekend, I went uh, tubing with my family. I went mm-hmm. with my, my nephews and my sister and my brother-in-law and with bell. And it was a three hour yeah. tubing ride down uh, the pen, the Pinawa canal. Done it. And I can't tell you how many different times I was like, this is amazing. This is the best. I am loving every moment of this right now. Like it was watching my nephew and, and seeing him jump in and out of the out of the inner tube and looking at the surroundings and how beautiful it was and 
being grateful for what a beautiful day it was and just seeing my, my, my sister and my brother-in-law interact and love each other and looking over my girlfriend and being like, wow, she's so beautiful. I'm, I'm so glad, glad to be here. Like, I don't know if it was meaningful in the way that you're kind of looking for my, for, for, for me to answer that question, but it was certainly uh, a, a good moment to be alive. You know, it, it was just, uh, it, it, I don't know. That's the best way that I can, that I can say it, man. That was, I mean, it was free to a certain degree. It, it costs us money to rent the tubes and that kind of stuff. But just being out in nature and experiencing it with people that you love, it felt meaningful. It felt like it meant something. Now, this kind of comes back to that conversation we we, we had before about the meaning of life. Mm-hmm. And, and we kind of agreed on the fact that it's just to be good. Because like you said, our last episode, being good is great. Yeah. You know, and not a lot of people ever kind of get to that point where they're where they can maybe even say that you know so uh any kind of good moments that you have that are meaningful and that you're aware that they're happening and you're appreciative and you know it and you're like fuck this is another beautiful moment just like right now with you looking at me with those beautiful blue eyes you know like it's just (laughs) they're green (laughs) Uh, it's dark in here man i can't really tell so they're green i don't know is that a moment like yeah the moment moment my heart broke <laughs> you know, so I okay, but I, let's I say to, I would love to know what our listeners think about that. You know, they would, it yeah. would be great if I I might actually do a poll just to kind of find out like what what gives your life meaning. I think that I think it's a great question, and I think it puts a lot of people on the spot. And I think I think you're right. There's a lot of default answers that people would go to: my son, my daughter, yeah, my I mean, she's my 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 faith, my you bonsai know. plant. Your, your what bonsai plant does that do you, is that i don't have one no but I, as far as i understand they require like a lot of care and maintenance hey man attention. if mr miyagi has taught us anything it's oh, it's absolutely that he's the business yeah shout out to that guy yeah pat morieta pat morieta up in fucking miyagi do karate heaven right now for sure have you watched the app uh, sorry i know that you're about to go off on the tip but have you seen that series on netflix what's that karate kid no sorry Cobra Kai. No, that's actually what it's called. Okay, it's picking up on the Karate Kid. Yeah, um, Daniel San. Daniel San's back, like Johnny from Cobra. Oh yeah, Kai. Johnny. Yeah, yeah. They're all the the, the, the dude that uh, that ran the dojo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're all back, and they're picking it up like twenty years into the future. So like Johnny's an alcoholic, and like his his, his <laughs> life went to shit. Of course he is. After he uh, after he lost that tournament. Yeah. And then Daniel opened up like a, a, a luxury automobile dealership, and uh, every everybody that, that, everybody that buys a car it gets a free bonsai tree. <laughs> Get out! One 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 year, I really wanted to, you know, at the beginning scene of the first Karate Kid, like where he's Daniel Sun's a uh, shower, and the Halloween. Uh, the Halloween costume, Halloween yeah, dance, and sure. he's a yeah. shower, mm-hmm. and then the Johnny and the bad guys they have those skeleton costumes. Yes, I really badly one year wanted to be the the skeleton costume. Dope costume for sure. So expensive. Oh yeah. Oh, like, you're talking about like recently, like an adult to be. Oh yeah, like really? within I don't know, maybe like ten years ago or something like that, when I still felt like being sociable and a person in life <laughs> <laughs> and doing fun things. I was like, I'm going to be the skeleton costume. It was like two hundred bucks. Come on, yeah. Uh, people were paying it too. I bet. Eh? Yeah. I remember seeing that. I remember uh, in the movie where he confronts them in the, it, that, that one dude in the bathroom there yeah. turns on the water on <laughs> yeah. him. I didn't know what he was doing when oh. I was a kid. And then I watched him when mean? I was older. Well, he was twisting up a joint. Oh, oh okay. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. So I was just kind of like, what's he doing in there? 
that seems a bit strange. Just for, foreshadowing, on- foreshadowing for Derek's future life. <laughs> Little did I realize. Little did I know that was me. You know, man, I, I do you think... And I mean, maybe this is Too a much, weird yeah. question. To, yeah, well, that's, that's I mean, in a beautiful way, you've got a beautiful mind. But um, do you think that the, how many people do you think understand how free marijuana, like how easy it is to obtain marijuana here in Canada? Like, do you think that the concept of being able to go to a store that's right next to the liquor store and picking up three grams of Northern Lights is, <laughs> is a, like, do you think that people really get that concept? Like, did they know about that in Little Rock, Arkansas? Like, did they get that in Billings, Montana? Like, did they understand that it's legal from coast to coast here in Canada and it's completely fine to light up a joint in, in certain outdoor areas, to my knowledge as well? I don't know where that oh, is. Oh, is that? I don't, yeah, I I don't would know assume, about that. Like, I mean, I don't know. Would you get arrested if you're smoking a joint walking down the street? I, I think so. Well, yeah, I guess you can't drink a beer walking down the street, <laughs> yeah, no, right? You so can't. I guess no. maybe that's the same. But I would assume, like, if you can smoke a, a, a cigarette in an authorized, does, does that mean you can, fuck, we've never really looked into I this. Know. I don't know why. I've never had no reason to look into it. Any reason to look into it. Pardon my grammar. But I know I'm, I'm, I'm sure that there are people in the U S for example, that have no idea. There's, there's lots of people in the U S that don't care about Canada or I guess, eh? Canada. Yeah. yeah. seems a little odd to me that it would just kind of like, they, they wouldn't just be like, Hey, why can't we get it together down here? Like, hey, local pocket politician, the entire nation of Canada right now, it's completely legal. Now, granted, we only have 37 million people up here, give yeah. or take, which is probably the same population of California. I don't know. I'm kind of guessing as far as numbers right now, but still, you know. Yeah, plus there's a lot less, uh, as little as I know about politics, especially U.S. politics, there's a lot less that you have to go through to get, because as you, I think you said I mean, it has to go through every state, and you know, we've got a lot more states than we've got provinces and territories. That's for sure. So. Well, well, I mean, they've got states, right? So, I mean, you know, like from a, they they can vote it in, but nationally, like federally, if it's still illegal, the government can basically come in any time and just be like, "Fuck your states' rights." For a while there, they were just raiding these dispensaries in California all over the all over the state because just because they were like, "Well, fuck it, we can." So oh. they would just shut them down. And hmm. I don't know how much they do that anymore, considering the fact that there's a lot more states other than just California that sell weed. But it's uh, it, it's still it's still classified as like a, a Schedule One drug or something like that, right up there with fucking heroin, which is like <laughs> yeah. insane to me. Yeah, like that's, that makes, that's that's how they live their life. That makes sense. It, 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 it's just like how – like how, how does anybody have a conversation about this where people are listening and they're be able to justify why – Marijuana is of, of this as is considered of the same lethal drug as fucking heroin. Like, I, how, how does anybody justify that? And other than just saying all drugs are bad, like I mean, yeah. come on, man. Well, lots of people, lots of people live in fear, man. They live in fear of what they don't know, what they don't know, True. of what they don't understand. And even still, if you live in fear of something that you don't know and you don't understand, you're subscribing, like I'm saying, to that fear because you probably don't have a lot of real true authentic love in your life if you're if you're that scared you mean for sure huh interesting okay yeah i think if you i think if you practice authentic genuine love in your life on whatever varying degree like you you i'm not going to say that anyone is ever going to be able to understand it but if you at least attempt to understand it Mm -hmm. attempt to think about it i think you just inherently get a lot of courage i guess yeah how could you not right i mean i don't know i don't know how more to explain it but it just sort of seems like that's 
if you if you consistently lift weights, you're going to get bigger muscles. Right. Do I know exactly how the physiology of that works? A little bit, but not really. But all I know is if you just keep doing it the right way, you're going to get stronger. So I just have to believe that if you if you if you love genuinely and authentically with your heart, you just get more courageous in life. That's great, man. I dig that. I really dig that. I like that analogy as well. And I, I wonder how many people actually think about it that way. Cause you're absolutely right. I, I you know, I, I like the, um, the comparison that you made to, to weightlifting over time, you're going to get bigger, you're going to get stronger. Yeah. I mean, you know, even the brain, the, the more that you use it to, 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 to fill with knowledge, you know, the, the more that you're going to be able to kind of strengthen that as well. But I mean, geez, why wouldn't the heart be the same way or, or whatever, you know, love is. I think courage actually, I think the Latin derivative of it is, I think like half of the word does actually mean heart or something like that. Of course it does, you know, because there's no more, li- the, everybody knows that all throughout history, the Latins were the ones that love the most. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, yeah. <laughs> okay. But so let's say that not everybody can go tubing on a Saturday. And I agree with you. Something like that is it creates meaning and experience because it's not sort of an everyday, you might only even do that once a year. You know what I mean? Yeah. So can you then go home and wash the dishes and experience the same meaning? Like, is it, or, or can I ask you this question also? Is it enough? Is, is your Saturday afternoon going down the, the river in a tube? Is that meaning enough to sustain so much more of the day, the week that maybe doesn't encompass that degree of meaning? Or are, are we supposed to find the, the avenue to imply meaning to things that typically would be defined as meaningless? I think that if I went down the river every day with my family, I, I probably wouldn't appreciate it as much. You know, it's, it's kind of like that whole Good idea point. of um, if I was going down the, the, the river with my family every day, I'd be like, this is fucking great. We get to spend so much time together. But eventually I'd be like, okay, so I mean, you know, what else is there? So do you then have to intentionally create meaning in your life regularly, regularly to feel fulfilled? What gives you meaning? Like what, 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 what would you say gives your life meaning? Are you thinking about offing yourself? Like this? No, is- man. <laughs> she, come on. Wow. I need a reason to live. <laughs> oh man, Ugh. it's nice. It's nice we can joke about suicide. Sure, this is, yeah, this is no, the kind of show that people is, love yeah, to listen to. Yeah, as my blue eyes well up with tears. <laughs> They're green. Don't make me show you my license. Okay, here's what's becoming painfully obvious to me, man. Is that you and I. I, you and I can't answer this question as easy as a, a lot of other people out there can. Yeah. So I've, I've, I've pulled up a, a, a web, a, what do you call this? Wikipedia thing? has the answer. <laughs> I'm on Psychology Today, who uh, if you're a longtime <laughs> listener, you know that Jim and I have, have referenced this, this particular website on uh, numerous different occasions. And according to uh, Dragaset, Haugen, and Tranvag, because we all know who those people are. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, there are four main experiences that encourage meaning and purpose in life. Okay, Empire's so you ready for these four? Number one, physical and mental well-being. Number two, belonging and recognition. Okay. Number th- uh, number three, personally treasured activities. And number four, spiritual closeness and connectedness. So uh, let's start with number four, spiritual closeness and connectedness. When I see a lot of church groups, when I see a lot of people that are so heavily invested in their faith, 
and they're satisfied with it, I think that there's that that fills maybe a void that you and I have in our life that either we are or aren't aware of. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think that there's any denying how much faith in whatever religion it is that you believe in or whatever faith it is, whatever that faith means to you. To have a faith like that and to also have a community of people that you can pray with, meditate with, talk about faith together with, the afterlife, the before life, whatever that is. I think that that would, and again, not being able to necessarily speak from experience, I think that that would give a person a lot of meaning in their life because you feel like what you're doing, how you're feeling, like it's it's something enrooted in you that's just got to make you feel Good, full. Yes, I agree. Okay. Yeah. So psychology today for the win. Uh, <laughs> personally tre- uh, personally treasured activities. And I'm going to go back to what we talked about yeah. last episode about the dudes out there that are going absolutely batshit crazy for sports teams that they yeah. follow. You know, yeah. they follow one of their soccer teams all around Europe, you know, from country to country. They've got a legion of dudes that they travel with. You know, they're chanting. They all sing the same songs in the audience, yeah. you know? They, I guess that's – sorry to interrupt you, no, but no, no, I, I, guess, I guess that is the, the point of creating meaning of whatever it is you have in your life. Absolutely, you, man. Yeah, assigning, Absolutely. assigning the meaning to it. The, the, the people that fall around Metallica, you know? <laughs> the people that followed <laughs> yeah. around the Grateful Dead in the 60s, man, you know? That community, y'all sang the songs together and it just felt good. Like I just – I don't know. Again, I'm very jealous and envious of those people. I think that they they have something that I don't when it comes to that kind of thing. Like I I don't I don't feel that deep connection to I don't want to say anything because that sounds kind of depressing, but not to that extent that other people do. You know. Yeah. Anyways, so those are the top four things from psychology today: physical and mental well-being. I don't know that I understand how being mentally or physically well gives my life purpose or meaning. Like I'm I'm. I don't know. I don't know. I, like the other three, I can kind of see belonging and recognition that 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 also kind of falls in yeah. with the uh, you know uh, activities and that kind of stuff. But like I'm 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 mentally and physically well, so that equates to well purpose. I, I think I think maybe the way that I'm going to interpret or translate that one into my own mind is that it makes me think of Maslow's pyramid there being you know the bottom two rungs of the uh, two levels of the pyramid being that you sort of need to fulfill those basic, basic needs of, you know, security, safety. And so, cause I'm a, I'm a firm believer in the basics in that if you want to be able to access those higher levels of uh, awareness, consciousness, meaning in this case, what we're speaking of, then you can't sort of vault the foundation towards that. And if you, if you feel crummy mentally and physically, I think it's a lot harder to to derive meaning from from all the other availabilities in life of that. Yeah, I'm I'm glad you said that, man, because it was it was I I shouldn't have been that flippant about it because I think that I I look past that so much because I feel so physically and mentally well. Yeah, and 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 a lot of people aren't, and 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 for me to just kind of bypass that and think, oh well, that's almost a given. That in itself is a challenge for people, and maybe that it would is. be it would be like you know if I if I was if I felt physically and mentally better, I would have a lot more reason to maybe even find meaning in my life. I don't know. Huh. Very good. All right. Well, you know what, man, like more than anything, uh, please to the, to our lovely listeners out there, let us know. I want to know what, what gives you meaning? What makes you 
alive inside? You know, what lights you up in like a Christmas tree? You know, are you uh, are you a huge Benfica fan? And like you just you can't get enough of this team, and you talk about it all the time. And <laughs> I, I I would love to know. I, I'd I'm like super to, super yeah, curious. I'd like to know some other perspectives yeah. here. Well, that's a great question, Jim, and, and I didn't know that we were going to do an entire podcast around that concept, but we somehow managed. Did it. Go team. All right. <laughs> and a big old wet lickery kiss from the cricket himself. I can't think of a better possible way to end the podcast than on that note. So big kisses for everybody. We love you. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye.